for your Adelaide 36ers. Hello and welcome to a special edition of the Talking Basketball Podcast. I am Mark. I am Paul and I'm back in the studio, Back Mark. in the studio, sir, from your jet set holidays abroad. Yeah, back. And where did you go? The beautiful, sunny city. Margate. Of Adelaide. Close. Beautiful, mate. Absolutely beautiful. So, on your journey across the globe, I hear there's a little basketball involved. There was a little basketball involved and um, it was unexpected. But um, yeah, whilst I was out in Adelaide, I was going to go check out a game and then you got in touch with the, the legend, Dale Fletcher. Yep. Big shout out to Dale. Massive. From the Adelaide the, 36ers. And thank you to the media team first because they actually put us in touch. We reached out to them and they said, speak to Dale. He's the boy. He'll sort you out. And then you were already out there at that point and you and Dale hooked up and that was really cool. Yeah. So, I mean, it was... Um, uh, it was a, a great experience. Originally, you knew I was going to, a, I think it was a game on the, like, the 28th. And they were like, yes. yeah, yeah, we'll see what we can work out. But then I was going with people and I was like, look, if, if we're going to do the whole media thing and really delve into the Adelaide 36ers experience, I went and did it on Christmas Eve. So the game Christmas Eve, um, they were taking on the Brisbane Bullets. So there's... Um, also, there's a bit of history between Adelaide 36ers and the Brisbane Bullets um, as well. All right. Going back through, there's a bit of rivalry, which was oh. which was quite good. Um, so, yeah, turned up, had that day experience with them. Um, and look, I am going to start by saying, what an organisation. Yeah. What a team. If you live in Adelaide and you're not going to these games, you are missing out. If you like basketball and you're not going to these games, you are missing out. The atmosphere, I would say, is arguably better than some NBA games I've been to. Easily. Easily. What? So take us through. Let's go from the beginning. So you got there, jumped over a few kangaroos, missed the koalas, got into the front. There are no kangaroos around the stadium, Mark. What? No. Mm, very different in my mind. But when you got there... What's the stadium like? What What is it? So the stadium is known as... Um, I actually made some notes for you on this. Look, the, the stadium is known as the Adelaide Entertainment Centre. And they've been playing there since, I think it was about 2019, I'm sure Dale said. Um, and they play all their home games there. And I think whilst I was over there, they've actually just signed a contract. So they're going to be playing there for like another five years. Oh, um, okay. So when... It's the entertainment centre. Basically, like, a few weeks before the, I was there, you had, like, Paul McCartney or something was playing there. So it's for gigs and sport, whatever. Um, so they play all their games there. Now, I guess for our listeners, who are British, a lot of them slash British American, yep. I would put... Um, Australian basketball, not square in the middle, very firmly more towards the NBA. Yeah. But that's kind of the well, we size do, and everything. We so. do have quite a few European listeners now as well. They're starting to grow. And if you, from when you said about looking out there, I looked at one of the, a couple of their NBL, isn't it? NBL, yeah. Not to be confused with the UK, which is the NBL, which is something different. Um, But it's, uh, I, I understand what you're saying now, because, you know, you think in the NBA, you've got people like Stephen Adams, 
who are, they've come from straight across Nova. Um, <laughs> and that, that standard is more European NBA sort of side, isn't it? Than, than uh, yeah, 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 definitely. Like, I mean, it, they, they are playing quality basketball out there. Yep. Like, um, physical. Yeah. Oh man. Like, um, let me get some of my notes here that I wrote. Um, you remember, um, Aaron Baines used to play for the Boston Celtics. Remember yes, him? Yes. Man, he took a, um, like a, a charge, not a took a charge. He kind of stood there, stood his ground. Some guy went into him. It was like, <laughs> it was like the whole entire stadium, sorry, arena just was like, oh, in, in oh, really? one joint gasp of, oh my God, did that guy just broke his nose? Like, I mean, that is a strong guy. He was one of the few um, players who I actually managed to, like, who actually walked past me and it was like, oh, a very brief hello. Um, he is a big dude. <laughs> I was like standing on a step ladder. Oh, man, up. he yeah. is big. And you know what? I couldn't help. He walked past and I was like, man, you know, he's um, obviously he's tall. I'm just going to get his height here. Isn't he like 6'8", something like that? Uh, well, I knew you are going to be asking me all these questions, Mark. So, uh, yes. Damn it, I didn't write his height down. But look, <laughs> he used to play for um, Spurs, yep. Detroit, Boston, Phoenix, Toronto. So he... he uh, Journeyman. He is well. He's he's been around the NBA, so he's a solid player. But um, obviously, his height as he walked past, but the size of his shoulder—it's like his arm. I was like, man, that's the size of my head. He was—he was—he was a strong guy. You—you would—you would not want to mess with him down a dark alley. Yeah. Um, but you know, look, I've got nothing um, to sing but praises the the crowd. It's fantastic. It's a great audience. What's the capacity? I believe it's like t 10. It depends on where you look, but I believe it's like 10,000 is the capacity of the arena. I have seen it could be 11. Don't quote me on that, but I have seen that. Yeah, but when I was there for that game, they had um, their biggest attendance of the season so far, and that was 9,440. I mean, that it's like a European game, isn't it? You're getting... 9, yeah, but that's what I mean. There. Like, it would be if we had to compare it, it would be to the London Lions. But take the London Lions, that's, dub, that's double Lions. and multiply. No, no, I'm not just talking size, but I'm talking they have got the atmosphere, everything right. You've actually probably, arguably, got more crowd interaction than again. I'm not gonna say all NBA games than some NBA games I've been to. Yeah, I mean, some of the NBA games, it's worth saying, there are maybe like 13,000, 14,000 on some of their attendances. It's not, it's closer to something like a, a football crowd um, on like the, the Portsmouth FC sort of crowd, you know, 12,000, 13,000, 14,000. I don't know. I think, well, I think NBA, I don't know why, I've got nothing about this up, but I've, in my head, I've always just gone 20,000 for NBA games. Yeah, some some of them get um, close, but this get close for the to Adelaide it, but, 36ers, bit of Irish crickets. Go. That's for Adelaide. <laughs> Is that the uh, sound that you make as you go through the turnstile there? Yep. But um, you know what? They ha they they look, let me. I'll give you a breakdown of the actual team first, and then we'll talk about the game day experience. So, yep. um, and look, we're representing Adelaide now. Look, look, Mark, you can't see this, but I've got my Adelaide 36s jersey on. I've got Mark and Adelaide 36s retro cap. Yeah, it's worth pointing out. One, great hat. Two, is my size always important? 
but it's it looks so much like we posted on Instagram about retro logos and the, the Philadelphia 76ers logo. This is almost the spitting image of it. They've copied it, Mark. Yeah, it's so... It Philadelphia so have copied Adelaide logo. <laughs> it looks brilliant. It looks really, really good. That's what's happened. So the Adelaide 36ers, also, also known as the Sixers, um, they're the only team... So in Australia... Oh, man, I'm be, my geography's being tested here, but I think there is like seven states <laughs> i could be wrong but i think there's like seven states but adelaide is in south australia and they're the only team in that state representing um uh, it for the nbl okay you looking up how many states there are in six is it six what is it so you got new south wales victoria queensland western australia south south australia and tasmania northern territory you didn't say that one um, and two internal territories, Northern Territory and the Australian Capital Territory, which contains so Canberra. Like seven, eight. But it is only six states. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, either way, Adelaide's in South Australia, and they're the only team yep. in that state who's playing in the NBL. Um, um, <laughs> this will make you laugh. Like, the NBL, by the way, it was formed in 1979, um, so 45 years ago. But the, um, the did Adelaide... They, did they start... When they started, if it late started in 1979, that's that's when it. That's when the league formed. Adelaide joined. This is what I was just about to say. Adelaide joined um, the league in 1982, oh. and this was the bit where I was going to make you laugh. I saw it was like 1982. I was like, "Oh man, your club's 43 years old. That's really cool. That's like quite old." And then I realised, hang on, I was born before that, and then I felt I was old. Anyway. So they joined, when they joined, I think they were called the Eagles. I'm sure Dale said they were called the Adelaide City Eagles, something like that. Um, and it was quite soon after they joined the league that they um, they changed their name to the 36ers. So they're actually called the Adelaide 36ers because um, the colony of South Australia was officially, I guess, announced or proclaimed or whatever the wording is in 1836. So that's where they've taken the name from. 36s. Oh, okay. Um, and yeah, and they play um, their home games in the Adelaide Entertainment Centre. Um, they are, Mark, four-time NBL champions. Oh, interesting. But, there is a but. The last time they managed to get to the playoffs was in tw the 2017-2018 season. So currently, yep. they are, you know, at the foot of the table kind of team. Now, and this is what I'm going to say as a huge pro, huge positive from my perspective. I went there and I watched a team at the bottom of the table. What a team. What quality basketball. What atmosphere. What support. What a crowd. What an organization. I was like, damn, this is on your doorstep? Bloody hell. You got it made here. Again, I'll go back to my point. If you're from Adelaide and you haven't gone to see these guys play, you need to go to the entertainment center and watch a game. All right, we're going to get dirty on this now. What is the, like, ticketing-wise, pricing? Oh, jeez. Like, um, and I'm not saying what, specific, what but... What happens if you're media, Mark? Uh, if you're media, you, you pay for it by doing the long hours <laughs> and everything that way. But what I mean is... How much are tickets? Yeah, because we've seen... 
interesting tickets in, in the UK with some games. Um, and then when you see NBA games, they can range from an NBA game in America might be like $30, $40 for like a real cheap seat right up to you know thousands or whatever. If you want to go to NBA Paris at the moment, it's about 200 quid a ticket. Wow. Yeah, because it's not on your doorstep. You've got to pay for it. Well, even if they're doing the US games over in the O2, that they're going to be doing some training, that's still going to be 200 quid a ticket. You go, As an example, and I'm only saying this, I only know because I booked, excuse me, I booked to go to a game and I was paying for a few people. That's the only way I know. And I can't really remember because you were asking me because I did this way before Christmas when I found out I was going I thought oh, let's book again so I do remember I think it was like a hundred dollars so the exchange rate let's say it's one pound for two dollars yes let's say it's about 50 pound um, and that's for one adult two children and it's called a family day a family ticket Hang on, one and two children yes yeah, that's a it's a family ticket. So that's one it. one adult, two children. Um, an adult that's ticket, I want to say, was I think it was like sixty dollars, seventy dollars, something like that. So about thirty-five, forty pound. So if you got kids, you might as well take your kids as well because it's like ten pound or like twenty dollars, ten pound, however you look at it, to take your two kids or a kid and a friend. Um, what? I did find out which I thought you'd be really interested in is excuse me I'm just going to go and talk about the league structure for a bit yep because this touches on a really interesting point that we've been talking about in previous shows which is um, so the NBL um, there's teams in the league everyone plays everyone home everyone plays everyone away yeah and that's been the stat just once one home one away yeah Okay. And that's been the standard since, I don't know, last 10 years. Sorry, now, this is the re- thing I'm going to come to. Remind me how many are in the league? Um, I believe, oh man, I don't know. I think it's like, I want to say maybe 10 or 12. Yeah. Okay. So there's like 24 games. It could be even season. 14 teams. Yeah. Um, I can't, I can't, I can't remember, mate. No. But this is the bit you're like. In 2020, 2021, mm-hmm. they introduced a in-season tournament <laughs> um, which uh, increased the games yeah. like, and like an extra eight games but those games also contributed to um, standings um, after one season they abandoned that and went back to the old schedule so I, I know we've been talking about the NBA's tournament and stuff like that so I knew you would want to know that fact when I found that out well, we need to speak to someone in the NBL in Australia because that would be really interesting to understand why it was abandoned. And maybe even if uh, if they allow anyone in the 36ers organization, it'd be interesting to have their opinion on why. Did they think it was a success? I don't, I don't, I don't know any details of the cut. I mean, it was like couple of years um, ago but it was interesting they abandoned it um, yeah that's really strange so you know they've got that they got the whole standard um, all the teams play each other and then you have um, the top four teams in the league yep. and this is the bit I liked 
This is a bit I liked. The top two teams are guaranteed home court advantage. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And then um, I don't I, I don't know if it's first v third or whatever, but four teams go into. Um, fuck me. <clears throat> I wrote this down and I'm re talking and fucking trying to read it at the same time. Let me cut in on you. Um, you just said, say about fifty pound for one one adult, two kids. I just thought I'd have a look at what is it, what they do in some of the BBL in the UK. Um, believe it or not, Newcastle Eagles, I just thought I'd go on their site, it was there. They do something called a flock of Eagles discount, which means if you buy four tickets together, then you get like a discount oh, okay. and it's based on adults and kids and you can get concessions and stuff. Well, so they do things like that. And normal tickets are like £15 a person. Adelaide um, was very kid friendly. Like it, yeah. it was a place you can take your kid. Very fun family environment. They'd love it. Um, hang on. Here we go. So this is what I'm trying to say. So the top four teams at the end of the uh, season go to the finals. Yeah. Uh, yes. Team finishing first and second. Um, they guarantee getting home court advantage. Okay. And then they have, uh, I think it's a best of three. Um, with third and fourth, the winner of that series, yeah, goes to what they call a grand final. And um, the winner of the grand final, I think it's a best of five. That one. And where is the grand final? Is that in a Again, neutral place? Based on your league standings, oh, I like whoever's it. I like it. top of the league, you get home court in advance. There's your incentive, isn't it? Exactly. Yep. And. Um, yeah, the winner of the series. Um, no, I like that. Play each other, and um, yeah, home advantage is awarded to the highest remaining seed. Yeah, out of those four. That that's um, the that's the way to do it. And then the, the winner is crowned the NBL champion, Mark. Okay. So Adelaide, they have won that four times. In so, do they have a cup? That's the that's being crowned a champion. Well, no, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The NBA, it's like the NBA. You win the yep. playoffs. That's, that's it. it. You're the yeah. champion. But um, and they had a cup thing. They do note. I, I mean, I don't know. My understanding, listening to everyone, mm -hmm. you win the playoffs. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's what you want to do. That's the one you want. Um, but I did notice when you look at certain things, they do recognise. Hey, we won the league that year, and I think that's important because you win over a consistent six months you want that kind of highlight do they get you? anything for that or... I, don't know. I don't know i don't know i just noticed that it's really interesting isn't it how everyone you know a lot of these other countries um all play basketball and there's like maybe fiba rules nba has certain rules bbl has certain rules nbl has certain rules it's they're all kind of like variants so we're all fundamentally playing the same game but there's all little nuances right yeah. down to oh. how the league is won how the probably how the refs call travels and stuff as well you wait to some of the like little things that Adelaide do that I'll come to you go that's quality right. really good anyway right so and this is why I'm highlighting this point because Adelaide have won the NBL championship four times but they've actually come top in the league six times so it's interesting oh, that okay. we know it's going to happen just based on that that a team's going to win the league they're not actually going to win the playoffs I wonder if they ever did they ever win not coming top 
Well, someone, I don't know. Um, well, actually, I can tell you. Um, I've got it here. Did they come top in they every... They came top in the championship in 86. Yep. They won the regular season. Um, and when it looks like... No, yeah. This is this whole year thing. Yeah. We were talking about which year, Epson's yeah. year. But it's possible. The last time they won it in 2001, 2002, they didn't actually win the league. Ah, uh, Okay. Yeah, because that's what I'm... Because especially with the playoffs... I could be wrong on that. Especially with the playoffs nowadays where you have the play-in. As we have saw with the Lakers and the Heat last year in, in you know, 23, it was very much... They had to fight their way in the play-in to get anywhere in the playoffs and then getting all the way through to the finals. Um, they, I'm not saying they had no right to be there in a way, but if you looked at people like Milwaukee, you got binned off straight away. They were top of the league. It, it doesn't always correlate, does it? No, no. So it happens, it happens. But um, yeah, so, you know, they have championship banners. Um, so where I was sat, um, they were quite close to where I was actually above me in the rafters. They had four championship banners. They also had four retired numbers. Um, number four, number five, number 15, number 33. Um, and how was that displayed? It uh, Was it similar to when you went to um, the forum? It is closer to how the Lakers have it. No, yeah. it is that hanging down. Yes. But the actual banner itself does look closer to the Lakers than um, than like Boston. Do you know when the yes. Bo Boston has that like long flag? Yeah. Hanging down? I actually really like the long flag. I really like that. I think for me, that's personally the best banner because when you're there, it's especially in an NBA finals, it's intimidating. You're standing there, you're looking up and you just see these 16 banners, huge things hanging down. Even the players looking up like number 17, here we go. Like it's, um, but that's, that, they're, they're quite, um, that's yeah, if you bit, count them all. bit closer to the, the Lakers, but um, um, yeah, it looks great. And uh, I think it was the first championship banner looks, um, no, they look, unique compared to mm. what the franchise looked like that year i just wonder if they have to take them down i guess they have to take them down and clean them i know it sounds really a really bizarre thing to say but they can't leave them up all the time i don't know forever and after i don't know Mark. i don't know i don't know about that well, one they, they take them down when the clippers play don't they when they used to oh god you asked me a question yeah somewhere where I was like 10 years ago um, if I remember rightly in the Staples Centre in one corner you've got the Lakers stuff in another corner you've got the ice hockey stuff is that the uh. Lightning I'm guessing as a name um, in another corner you might have the Clippers okay but I am going back 10 years in my memory um yep which is shaky at best. Anyway, so look, let's get on back on the Adelaide. Um, so... Oh, I've got another question for Adelaide. I haven't been to Australia. Yeah. What is the climate like when you're in the stadium? Um, I know, bizarre you would be wearing what you're wearing now. So you'd have t-shirt and, and like a... Speedos. A speedos and, and a snorkel. No, you're not going there and it's like... <laughs> They do have aircon, Mark. 
No, like, the, the reason I'm saying do you it is because I think this is like farmers or something. Like no, what I'm saying is when you go, when you see people who've gone certain to different Olympics when they're playing, and there's you know they've got different heights for altitude depending on what you know if they were in Denver, obviously Mahai City. If you then go to somewhere that was in Greece, it might be a different temperate climate. Obviously Australia, you do have different climates depending on the humidity. Sometimes they're quite dry. They've got a lot of deserts in Australia as well. So like, I don't know what the climate is like, but for a player, I'm just curious. Like if you're running up and down for 40, 40 odd minutes, what's no, it like? like in- take any climate questions you have are irrelevant. Yep. They're absolutely irrelevant. It's a <laughs> flatty hell, mate. What? It is a well condi- a well air con- conditioned. I think arena. that's a genuine question. It, it's um uh you should look at pictures of some Australian cities, you know. It's they're not <laughs> recovering from World War Two. It looks nicer over there than in England. Jeez. That's, so that's not what hard. I would say about I mean, I, I can only comment. I've only been in a few cities in, um, in Australia, but Adelaide is one of the cleanest cities I've been to. The cleanest city I think I've ever been to in my life. I think Toronto was up there for me. Okay. Like that. Yeah, that was, that was pretty good. And uh, a couple of places in Germany. Well, I walked around um, before I went to the stadium. I just walked around just trying to take some of the city in and what i really liked about the city is a bit like what when you're walking around london and you see um koalas no you just, there's no koalas or kangaroos in the city mark it's like a massive city wombats um just like the artwork and stuff like that they it it's, crocodiles do you know when you're walking around london and they'll just have art like street around. art yeah, yeah yeah not street art but like a sculpture of this is Mark Chester, sculptor of his head. He brought an engineering innovation to the city of Adelaide, and we're celebrating that. They have a lot of that line around, and I really like that. It just brings a sense of like, a community and history all mm. in one. But it's, yeah, really clean city. They got trams there. You would like that. Why would I like trams? We, nearest tra- we, nearest, we haven't had a tram in Portsmouth for like... Yeah, but why would I want a tram? Oh, You'd like trams. What, what have I ever sat there and confessed in 43 years? I've really missed trams. Bring I, I, them back. The last tram I was on, it was Sheffield. And Sheffield, they got trams as well. But anyway, you go on trams and they take you to the stadium. Uh, well, that's what how I got there anyway. Um, Any of the things in Australia you could have thought, oh, I bet Mark would really like that. You went with trams. Thanks. Yeah. Anyway, so look, we're getting off on this. So... Um, <laughs> What I would say, which is quite interesting, there was a bit of pressure on this game that I went to. So there was a lot of talk. Um, the head coach of Adelaide 36ers, um, I think he was on like a, a three-year deal or something like that, but they had just parted ways. Um, Bruton, I think his name was. Oh, Bruton. okay. They just part is parted ways with him. And... Um, it was there was a lot of pressure on um i guess on the coach to win this game so was he like the assistant stepping up or was it a brand new (laughs) i knew you were gonna ask me that i know it's a great question but um uh sorry mark i can't tell you what position (laughs) 
the, the head coach was in before he came coach. Anyway, what, there was a lot of it looked like there was a lot of pressure on him. So, um, but yeah, something else I'm going to talk about Adelaide as well. The seventy six, sorry, the thirty sixes, is was that his first game? The first game he went to, by the way. I don't know if it was his first game, but one of the first I, ones. I think, I think he was. In December, he had become head coach. Okay, yeah. So in two, three weeks, it, yeah. you know, whatever, how many games they had played? <laughs> he's, he's under the chopping block. It might have been his third game, I'm guessing, but that rings a bell. Um, anyway, what I did see the Adelaide 36ers do, they played, and the, <laughs> this is amazing, they played a pickup game oh. uh, against some kids. And I don't know if it was in a school or community hall, but they got a load of kids together, a load of people together, and I don't know if it was for charity, but I do know they go around schools and try and do all that stuff for the community, and it was great. But what I loved about it, one of their players did an absolute monster dunk from tip-off, and I was like, yes! He got all these like little kids, and he's like, boom! Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was hoping you'd say. Absolutely, just oh, be like, genius. just start off with, yeah, we're the professionals. But that is a memory that a kid's going to have in 30 years' time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got dunked on by uh, you know, Adelaide 36 star. Brilliant. This, this therapist will be hearing that story for a while, won't he? Oh, that was good. But look, they do a lot a lot for the, the community and stuff like that. So let's get on with the game. But it's, recipro it's a reciprocal thing, isn't it? With We've said it about local league games. And arguably, this is like as high as you can get. In, I won't say like a local team, but we, you know, we've talked about a lot of the basketball places all around the world and wherever it may be. The people that the team that gets supported often the most is by their local area. So if you're in Portsmouth, you might support Portsmouth teams. If you're in Adelaide, you're most likely going to support them. Very unlikely you're going to support someone from Sydney. No. You might do if you've moved or something, but most of the time you support your local team. It's very geographically based. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Well, Mark, what I would say is let's talk about the atmosphere in this in this arena now. So first of all, I'm going to talk about Murray. Do you know who Murray is? Murray the Magpie! Mur Legend! Murray the Magpie. Murray the Magpie. <clears throat> he is the mascot. Um, and I knew you were going to ask me something about why a magpie. So I went and found this stat for you. The magpie was chosen as the bird. It's found throughout Adelaide. Whilst Murray's first name comes from the Murray River, one of South Australia's best-known landmarks. There you go. That answers your question. Why Murray? Why a magpie? There you go. Because I knew you were going to ask that. And by your face, you how, were going to ask that. How tall is Murray? <laughs> Don't know, mate. No, is no. What I'm saying is, is he a big mascot, uh, or is it a? Um, you know, sometimes they are bigger than a person, for example. Another time, no, they it's, are. it's it would look like a say it looked like a size of a person, but yeah. with a big bird head. Yes, yeah, um, that's what I'm trying to go with. What number does he wear? Ooh, thirty six. Oh, really? Of course, he wears thirty six. <laughs> I was actually thinking out there when I was out there, I was looking at the number plates going, man, why haven't people got like ADL 36 or some kind of variation or, I, no, I don't know how it works, 36 ERS. Oh, yeah. That would be a cool one to have. Um, 
but yeah, he is a very cool mascot. A very cool mascot. And he's got the crowd wrapped around his little finger. So he did a really good thing. And again, you don't see this in England, which is why I was like, this is quality. Yeah. This is quality. Um, the mascot gets his own introduction. All the lights go down. Really? And here he is. And the crowd are like, let him out. Let him out. Or whatever, whatever they were chanting. Oh, he then brilliant. runs out onto the floor where there is a huge drum. Huge drum. And he's got the dancers around the drum. And he gets the sting. Boom. And as he does that boom, the crowd clap. Boom. 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 And then obviously it's getting quicker and quicker. And then it kicks into or whatever music they're playing. Bam, you got it. There's your atmosphere ready for the game right there. Great intro, I thought. That's before you even got to the player introductions, Mark. That's awesome. So he gets his first, he's the, almost the first intro. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, can I say, by the way, when I'm, when let's say you were sat next to me yep. in the arena. Yeah. We can't hear each other. That's how loud it is. Oh, really? It is, the crowd are so loud. Yeah. And the music's loud that, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're shouting you're like a, a a gig kind of shouting to be heard really yeah great i was like from where we're doing it in england where they're like can you just turn it down please please just turn it down a few few levels and you're like what no <laughs> no they'd have it like a silent disco where it everyone is, just have headphones it on. is great they got the volume perfectly anyway so um Another thing that Adelaide did, which I was like, genius, genius. And I don't know if this is an Adelaide thing, a South Australia thing, or an Australia thing. But what they do is they introduce the home team, like you we've seen before, yeah? So like, yeah. and now, stand and cheer for number one, Trenton. Flowers, and then he'll run out, and they really? do that. All the players, yeah, yeah. Then what? They do this. They go, and the visiting team, the Brisbane Bullets, and that's it. That's their intro. How great's that? Yeah. The away team don't get an intro other than, like, they wait till the crowds all kicking in, and, and kind of in the background, you get, yeah, and the away team, the Brisbane Bullets. So, okay. When you have done announcing with Portsmouth, you announce the away team first, then you do Portsmouth. Yeah. That's interesting. They do it the other way around. Um, well, well, they do the home team and then they just say each player and yeah. then they go, and that's the away team. Yeah, that's what I mean. Whereas when we do it in England, we have to, it's in the rules, the bylaws that yeah. says, you have to introduce every single player. If you actually look at it by the law, you're supposed to be as enthusiastic for the away team as you are for the home team. The only question mark that you have right in one of the rules somewhere in BE, it says um, the announcer can show more enthusiasm um, for a moment for engagement with the crowd. And I take that as a... Uh, I'm going to induce the away team like number one, Dave Smith. 
And then when it comes to the home yeah. team, ah, no! Yeah. And go for it. But That's very interesting. Isn't I, it? what a way to look at it. I was just like, you guys, I don't know. Again, I it's don't know psych- if that's psychology just that game, team, isn't it? But it was like, what a way to do it. Because who cares about the away team in all seriousness? I mean, there are people there who are supporting them. But generally speaking, no, most of the people there, like 99% of the people there are supporting Adelaide. So what a great way. And it was kind of like a throwaway comment. And the away team are the Brisbane Bullets. Oh, I just thought it was great. I mean, are they are they known for being a loud crowd or anything like that? Is it you know some teams in football Again, or something? I don't know. I just took it as an experience of wow, this is loud. This is loud. And you know what? One of the coolest things that actually look, Mark, this is my note. This is my note about um Murray Magpie. Look, Murray Magpie, the mascot, he does the drum. I put war charm. <laughs> if I say to you war charm, it's like, wow. Um, I know when we were away that um, Stuff did it with a big, uh, not a doula drum, I can't think what they're called, but those one of those giant, it was like a giant tambourine almost drum, but he was there. He was doing that sort of thing to try and get the crowd going, but... Um, yeah, nothing like that. It's <laughs> that great. Um, but, you know, they've got the whole dance crew as well. Now, I know that's kind of evolving, especially mm. in the States. But what I thought was that they did it really well. So they have, okay. you know, we've gone from having... Um, cheerleaders to now have yeah. a dance crew yeah. so what they did for that game um was they had a dance crew but it was family oriented as well so you had some young dancers with them as well some kid dancing with them oh okay and they okay. were all right they were good they knew the moves and stuff like that but they were going on the dance floor and on the dance floor on in on the court and they were doing all the moves and it was like maybe that is the future of the dancers because i know this 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 well it used to be a bit of tna didn't it and then it was a case of some of the games you'd see after that they would do oh we're gonna have these dance troops but they're all like kind of just doing the same thing like break dance and stuff and it's all i thought they did it well it was i mean it's a family atmosphere and it was a family dance group whatever they're called i thought it, it just complemented the game and or the the atmosphere see i always wondered why they didn't have more um cheerleaders but as in you know when they do those cheerleading competitions where they're doing that crazy like they throw people like 20 foot in the air and all that kind of acrobatic stuff i always wondered why they didn't do more of that i mean you don't have to wear the, the crazy scantily clad stuff but that helps all that it does sometimes aerodynamic yeah. mark possibly <laughs> but when they're you know they're throwing people in the air and they're doing all the flips and stuff like that that is its own like show um, i know they used to do things like magic shows halfway yeah in and you know they actually put a show on halfway through but i don't know if the uh, i say the time has changed but yeah well they the the dance i'm going to call it a dance group dance troupe whatever you want to say that was really cool they were kind of huddled behind one of the baskets all together just bouncing but again 
it was like a family dance group, which is what I liked about it. Because I was like, well, that's what the atmosphere is. Yeah. Um, no, I just thought I thought that was great. But um, the other thing that they've got, which is amazing, is absolutely amazing. And I'm trying to bring. I was going to bring it to the Force game. On mm. um, completely nick this idea, which is the league is sponsored by Hungry Jacks. Okay, so Hungry Jacks is Burger King out there. Do you know that? No. Okay. I mean, I'm looking at your logo now. Yeah, that's right. Burger King, isn't it? All right. So, Hungry Jacks. That's Burger King. So over there, it's like orange and yellow. Okay. And we see Burger King, and it's like blue and red. Mm -hmm. Um. I have a. Do you know why it's called Hungry Jacks? I don't know if this story is true, mm. but a few people told me out there, and it sounded very viable. I have no, <laughs> I have no weight behind to say if this is fact or not. You're just gonna throw it out there, okay? It's good. But allegedly, allegedly, um, Burger King wanted to start a chain in Australia. Yep. And in one of the states. I'm, I don't know what state, there was someone who had a shop on a beach called Burger King. And they went, can we buy the name off you? And they were negotiating. At some point in the negotiations, McDonald's turned up and they said, whatever they offer you, you agree, double it, and that's what we will pay you to not sell your Burger King name. Anyway, so obviously <laughs> negotiations go through. They get to whatever number, then go to McDonald's, says, I'm not going to sell. And they go, brilliant. And then he makes the deal with McDonald's. Burger King are now, oh, right, Hungry Jacks is born. I don't know if that's true, but it sounded pretty viable. If that is true, that guy is a genius. Saves <laughs> so McDonald's. Yeah. But uh, you know what I like about Hungry Jacks is it sounds... They sell burgers. But it sounds different. It's like, I'll go to Hungry Jacks. I just like the name. I think they should change Burger King to Hungry Jacks. Sounds better. It yeah. Does sound better. Well, I think all of them are, aren't they? I mean, you get more and more of those. Um, what's it? What gastro places, aren't you? Where they're doing specialised burgers and stuff, and they'll come out. I mean, Five Guys, what ten years ago was non-existent, and then now. But like, imagine, yeah. I mean, Hungry Jacks is huge out there. Yeah. It's like over here, it's like Burger King. Over there, it's the same thing, just Hungry Jacks. But they are a huge sponsor of the league, or the main sponsor of the league. Okay. Well, look, they're on the kit. Actually, look, NBL, Hungry Jacks. There you go. So, just for everyone's information, I am wearing a Adelaide 36ers top. I like the fact that the NBL logo's on it as well. And the NBL <laughs> logo there isn't that different to the old. Well, it's the similar colours, isn't it, to the old... BBL colors, the orange. I feel like that. I'm modeling now, Mark. Yeah. Anyway, look, I'll tell you what, it feels Walker, nice. Walker Sixers. So it's Walker, the team sponsor. I mean, I know it I says, don't know, Mark. I know it says Walker on there, but it looks like they spelled Walker <laughs> wrong. <laughs> that is not funny. <laughs> that is not funny. Anyway, right. So, um, I don't know what I was talking about. What I was talking about? Hungry Jacks. So Hungry Jacks is the main sponsor. Now, do you know when we went out to Orlando? Yes. And it was um, if Orlando hit 10 threes, you <laughs> get free Chick-fil-A. Chicken! And then 
like after the first like five games we were there we were just getting chicken the next day yeah and then they turned it into like you have to score 15 threes it's like oh okay and orlando had scored 11 threes by half time it's like yeah anyway same thing out there everyone gets a free cheeseburger from hungry jacks if the opposition miss two free throws in a row great idea because like look how many times someone missed free throws when you see it it happens but you can go for a game and it wouldn't happen um two in a row no yeah exactly two in a row but does it what happens if it was was there a caveat if it um are you gonna ask me if it was a three-pointer no idea you know what i mean no idea yeah you know what i mean i don't know i don't know i think it's just two misses two in a row yeah so i don't i don't know anyway the genius behind this yeah. This is the genius, and this is what I was going to nick for the Ports of Force. Um, the opposition went to the line for it to take their first free throw. Yeah. 9,440 people started going, Hungry Jacks! Hungry Jacks! Hungry Jacks! And I'm like, I was turning around to Dale, I went, Dale! what's everyone showing Hungry Jacks for? And he's like, oh, and he told me about the free throw. I was like, oh, wow. Is that all around the league or is it just at Adelaide? Again, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. But in my mind, I was like, what amazing marketing from (laughs) Hungry Jacks. (laughs) Genius. Whoever made that idea needs a bloody pay rise because you've got 10,000 people on TV and on radio all screaming your brand name. Yeah. And they're doing that throughout the whole game. Yeah, and they're also at either at the stadium. I guess they sell hungry jacks at the stadium. Uh, or... No, I don't think they do actually. Uh, really? No, there's no, there's not. I, don't, I didn't. I, I don't recall seeing one in there. Wow, that's surprising. Well, it's an entertainment. Don't think it's not just purely for the basketball. So no, I know, but I would have thought they'd have a concession stand there. Or well, they do. They have loads of that. I, I didn't see one, but I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. But um, was the food good? Um, yeah, I had like some popcorn, chicken and chips, which was quite nice. Was the beer any good? I, d- I didn't, I did not have a beer, Mark. Well, whilst I was there. The- I, I wanted to remain professional whilst I sat next to Dale. And <laughs> a few days but later. Not, but not when you're with your family. No. A few days later, I was there, but I was driving. So I, I didn't want, I didn't want to drink. But, um, but anyway. That is the great thing. From a brand perspective, they're screaming at your brand name. Yeah? That's However, amazing. from the 36ers perspective, it is amazing because Noise. it's sitting there, hungry jacks, hungry jacks. He misses it. What's going to happen? Boo! He's getting booed. Yeah? Uh, sorry, sorry. If it goes in, he's getting booed. If he misses it, yeah! Hungry jacks! and i was just like what a great idea that is what a great idea um so i was um i was in communication with the ports and force mascot blue yes um and he turned around um upon hearing that idea and was like we should do that at the force games and i was like well yeah i know what you're saying but 
Hungry Jacks isn't going to come over or Burger King not going to come over, I don't think, and, and do that for us. Cheesy, chi- like, cheesy chips and pear. He was like, well, <laughs> what about if we, we do what we did for the Halloween games and chuck out Haribo? Mm. And everyone just goes, Haribo! Yeah. Ha-. And I was like, Love it. That is why you're a genius. Well Love done. it. So that's what we're well going to try at the Force games. Um, but yeah, I mean, what a great idea. And then, so for the, for the first game I went to, which was against the Brisbane Bullets, um, I want to say it was in like the first or second quarter, someone missed two free throws. Arena oh. erupts. Yeah. And then it's like on screen. Free cheeseburgers all round. Take your ticket stops to Hungry Jackson. Get your free cheeseburger. But also from a business perspective, when you go to Hungry Jacks to get your cheeseburger, you're going to grab some chips and a milkshake as well. <laughs> Can you imagine, in it, whether it's there or whether it's in the States, when it's any of these giving away free food and you work in that establishment and you like went to the games that night and you watched them play and they're like, yeah, go take your free ticket. And you're like, oh, oh I've got no. 10,000 people. Tomorrow, I, I'm just going to be rammed with all these people and their tickets going, I want my burger. I, I reckon there's probably about <laughs> a, a, a thousand Hungry Jacks in the Adelaide area, Mark. That's how big it is. It's a massive place. Um, so, um, yeah, I, that, that was that was a great idea. I mean, look, I haven't even got onto the game yet. No. And, and you're entertained by that. Um, but that we've said this before. It's you, when you're going to watch basketball, unlike some sports, it's not you're there. You watch the sport, you go home. It's the whole atmosphere. It's the whole enjoyable process. And 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 you know, yeah, you can have food and concessions and all those sort of things as well. But you're sort of part of something. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was it was great, and I think in like I was going to say in the first game the. Uh, the bullets missed. I want to say it was either at the end of the first or in the second at some point. Yep. Someone missed two free throws. Stadium goes nuts and and that's it. Everyone's got their burgers. But Dale made a really interesting point. He he, he turned around to me and went, that's a shame. And I was like, oh, wait, why is that? And he went, because it builds up and it gets louder and louder and even louder than that. Um, and I was like, really? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, by the time you get to the fourth quarter, like everyone really wants it and I was like I get that you can build especially if it's a close game um, I don't think I guess they don't get two free burgers if they miss no, twice no no it's like once once it happens it happens but um, yeah and then I mean for the second game I went to um, that was oh crumbs that was the Perth Wildcats was it I think it's the Wildcats sounds about right um they didn't miss a free throw yeah. or well or they missed one and didn't, didn't um, do the double they didn't do the double but the Shaquille O'Neal special it, you know what and I'm gonna this I'm gonna make a point and this goes out to to basketball England to sort out and go and take a look at how organizations like Adelaide 36ers are doing this because I took my boys to the second game and they've been to a lot of basketball games yep. in the UK yep and they're sat there, they're just going, they're, they're open mouth going, wow, this is, this is nuts. And I'm like, no, no, this is what a normal basketball game is like. This is, this is normal. And they're like, wow, this is brilliant. And the music's going on. And they tip off, music carries on. And one of my boys turned around and went, oh, 
they've not started the game. This is like they're, they're still warming up, right? It looks like they're playing. And I went, no, no, they're playing. That's <laughs> this is what happens. You have music going during the game. Yeah. And he was like, wow, really surprised. But um, they absolutely loved the atmosphere, especially when I turned around and said, look, you're going to get free Hungry Jacks tonight if they miss two free throws. They just went, what? <laughs> Hungry Jacks! Hungry! They were screaming it. Can I just say for the record, you'll go to Australia at some point. When you do, go to Hungry Jacks and get a chocolate milkshake. Arguably one of the best chocolate milkshakes I've ever Really? Fact. Fact! And this is from the guy who uh, You ordered, know me, I, I like milkshakes. You ordered a chocolate milkshake from Five Guys when we were in the States. And while they were cooking your burger, you finished that milkshake and ordered yourself another one because it was that tasty. I like... No, it was Chick-fil-A. Oh, sorry, Chick-fil-A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was that tasty. You were like, I'll have another one of those. And then when you ate, ate the food and finished that second it one, is, you went, I wish I'd on, never had that. It is on par. Really? It is much. It was... It's a, a bla <laughs> you know what? I don't think the Australians realise the challenges we Britons have with milkshakes. <laughs> like, we... <laughs> We go to we go the to toil. The struggle is we real. We go to McDonald's or Burger or Burger King, wherever we go, and we think oh, we fancy a milkshake. What do we say? We don't say, "Can I have a milkshake, please?" We turn around and say, "Is your milkshake machine working?" <laughs> and we wait for the answer. Depending no. on their answer, we go, "Can I have a milkshake, please?" It, it is working, but it's only vanilla. Well, that's absolutely zero use to me. Thank you. Look. The Australians don't realise, I think, how blessed they are. Mm. I have never in my entire life, so in oh, probably four or five months of being in Australia over mm. the years, I have never, ever gone anywhere and said, can I have a milkshake? And they've said, no, this milkshake machine's broken. <laughs> Hungry That's, Jack's chocolate that... milkshake is up there with the best. It's bloody, it's just ice cream. I mean, it is surprising, isn't it, that they don't have it in the stadium. Although, if they are giving away free food like that, it would kind of make sense why they don't have it. Yeah, because you then have 10,000 people lined They'd up. They'd literally be like, give me that burger now. And they want to spread it out, I guess, across. Yeah. Is um, it like the next day that you have to rattle? No, I reckon you could probably it. rock up that night. I reckon that was our plan. That's what I said to the boys. <laughs> if he misses two free throws, we... Whoop, hungry jacks. Well, I don't, I don't know what I mean is, is it for the next 24 hours or is it like, um, you know, I don't know how long time. it lasts. Yeah. No, I reckon that'd be pretty cool about it. Probably before the next game. I don't know. But um, yeah, I was like, let's wonder in at any point and go oh, into the game. It's like, yeah, I'll save that for a couple of days. Cover my lunch break. Bang. Was the food good in Hungry Jacks? It's, it's Bur it, well, Birking. I don't know, but they all, everything's different. We, whatever country you go to, you go, oh, it's just a McDonald's or it's just a Burger King. But they're all different. Um, no, yeah, no, it's really nice. It's, it's like a Burger King, but all the stuff that comes with it is yep. just more old school. I don't know if that makes sense. So, like, more wimpy, like the bag your uh, Hungry Jacks comes in yeah. is thicker, um, thicker paper. Oh, yeah. Everything's thicker, everything's a little bigger. Um, yeah. The milkshake machine works. <laughs> so I, I was a few times I was driving back and there was a Hungry Jacks right by where. Listen, we this is not the Hungry Jacks episode. This is Adelaide Thirty Six. I know, episode. but a few nights I was like, oh, I'm just going to go get a chocolate milkshake. Yeah, I bet you are. 
Love, was, do you want love? Do you want one? Was that was no? That, oh, that, that was one. your three musketeers when we were in Orlando. It was three musketeers bars for you, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh. Anyway, so <laughs> right, where do we get to? So, um, yeah, uh, this was something I wrote down. Um, Hungry Jacks, is it? <laughs> milkshake? No. <laughs> much for listening to this episode that is the end of this part but do not worry because coming soon is the second part of this episode and it will be available soon